We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Go Blue with Stu. I'm your host, Stuart Douglas. We're up and Adam this morning, reacting to the Purdue game. Got my morning coffee. You're watching on video. Um, it was an interesting game, to say the least. 75-70. Purdue controlled most of the second half. Uh, Michigan came out hot. Michigan came out hot, scoring. I think they had 13 points in the first, like, four minutes, maybe even less. Um, looking like they were just going to roll through Purdue's defense, which just doesn't happen. So, it was, you know, you're waiting for the shoe to drop there. But I thought overall, before we get into some, into some specifics, I thought overall they looked pretty good. They looked, you know, about on top of their game as they have all year. Um, you know, not maybe not as good as the Maryland-Penn State games. But they competed. Right? It's the story of the season is they compete and that they're close. Um, I don't know what the numbers are anymore on losses within five points or something. They were leading the country in that beginning of the year or like midway through the year. Another loss by five points or less. So it's, um, again, 0-7 and quad one wins. Now they they really needed this, I think, to turn around their season barring like a Big Ten 
run a Big Ten championship, Big Ten tournament championship, or just winning out, you know, 10 games for the rest of the season. We have 12 games now. So going 10 and 2 for the rest of the year. I don't know exactly what the schedule is, but that that barring that, like it's not looking great. They're they're still improving. Um, they're still getting there. But I think everyone really wanted this. I think this was a big, you know, even though they're playing the number one team, I think as a player, like, damn, we had you're in the locker room saying, like, we had this. Like it was right there. We were so close. Why? It's it's kind of a lonely feeling, even though you're experiencing it with your teammates, you're all confused as to like what's going on. Why can't we just turn the page and win these games? I mean, there's a lot of reasons. I could go through a lot of reasons why that's not happening. Um, you know, overall, not having Jet, you saw it play out with with the spacing. You know, they were scoring to begin the game pretty well, but the spacing towards the end. I mean, Joey was the only one that was able to hunt threes. And I think Jet would have put a lot of pressure on their defense. Um, you know, we can play what ifs all, all day, but if you have like Lawyer or Braden Smith are not guarding Jet or um, Kobe, they're just not doing it. Kobe started to go off, had a string of baskets in the second half. Um, Morton came in and stuck on him and did a really good job along with some help side but of, of guarding Kobe and kind of force him into, they say tough shots. It was not the toughest shots, but not like easy shots. He wasn't making Kobe's life easy. And Kobe, I don't, I don't know if he scored in the latter part of the second half. Um, but my point is you have Morton as their best defender. Then who's going to guard Jet? Okay. Morton would have guarded Jet. Then who's going to guard Kobe? Um and so, again, all year, this is the theme of it. They have the talent to get there. They just couldn't quite put it together. Overall, though, it's it comes down to execution of making the right play. Like, whether that's on defense or on offense, they get so close, and then it's like, all right, well, we just missed a layup or didn't set a right screen on offense to get our get my teammate open. Or we just got lost, and now Foster Lawyers hit, shooting a, and hitting a wide open three to start the second half. It's just little things. They they you can play well for twenty five seconds of the thirty second shot clock, and it doesn't matter. So you can be you can play well for more than eighty percent of the time, and it doesn't matter if you're going to give up mistake after mistake like that. That was one thing that that you know it would piss you off as a player, and that you'd watch film. And you're doing all these right things, all these right things, all these right things. And then, oh, guy scores because you were like half a step slow or not angled properly or didn't quite get there and quick enough and help side. But, you know, I was helping on my man. You know, these things add up. You you watch them in film and you realize like, oh, yeah, I gave up like six points that I could just easily prevent it. Now, it prevented that basket. Maybe another basket would have happened if that guy passed. But the point is, is I could – reduce the amount of points I'm giving up, the amount of open opportunities I'm giving up. Sometimes I think in that like Maryland game, Maryland just missed the 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 home game when Michigan won. Maryland just missed a lot of shots. I think they still had open shots. And their problem is it's not 
now they're not giving up as many open shots, but the ones they are, are like killer. You can't be doing it against a number one team like Foster Lawyer, Fletcher Lawyer. Did I call him Foster earlier? That's his brother. Um, Fletcher Lawyer, you just you have to be on him like glue. You cannot lose him. And there was an opportunity there. I know you're, you're a little tired in the second half, but somebody lost him. I don't remember who it was. I think it was um, I think it was Kobe. And Joey was right there to do an X switch. He, Joey was in weak side, and his man was sitting on the wing, and Foster was shooting up straight up the lane to the top of the key. And Joey could have taken two steps and gone over to help or at least discourage a shot. And so it was a double breakdown there. <laughs> that that's been that that's another point. Like you can have some breakdowns, but you can't have double breakdowns and triple breakdowns on one possession. And that's that's growing pains of any team really that's coming together for the first time, but especially with young guys. Um, now Joey should have known that there was an X switch there and probably seen it. And if you know if you're observing all the play, which is not easy, but if you're observing all the play, you can make that play. Um but those things, I mean, you either doing it or you're not. And so they can correct them and I think still make a run. Winning out for the regular season, probably not likely. I don't know what the percentage chance is. It's not high. But, I mean, this team is capable. They're talented enough to make a run in the Big Ten tournament. That's for sure. One, no one really wants to play in the Big Ten tournament. That is good. Like if you're – now this, uh, that's the caveat, I guess, is that – a lot of Big Ten teams are going to be fighting for position and seeding in the ACA tournament because the Big Ten's dog doo-doo. It's just bad. I'll get into that in a little bit, but it's not pretty. Um, but they they have the talent, and a lot of teams, they get to the end of the year, and you know if they get safely in, if they can find the right combination of people to play who are safely in um, or are just – more experience and just ready for the tournament. You know, my senior year, I was just like, this. the Big Ten tournament is pointless. I don't care. Get me to the NCAA tournament. That's all that matters. Our seeding won't be affected by any of this. Um, I don't remember. We lost some game. Nobody really cared. And we ended up losing to Ohio in the tournament but because we got screwed on seeding. Anyways, they have that ability. So if they – it's this is tough. Um, if the wheels fall off the next 10 games – you know, I wouldn't blame them. It's kind of, it's that would be like a pattern, right? Where it's like, oh, our season's lost, but then they can get it back because they say, you know, naturally you want, you're a competitor. Um, and, you know, you lose some games, you're discouraged because now you're out of the NCAA tournament running, but you still have that Big Ten tournament. I think this is the team that can shock people in the Big Ten tournament with their talent. My, my brother in law, a big Purdue fan, was texting me. He's like, and number two is good. And their guards are quick. I was like, yeah, this team is is talented. Like, they can go off for 20. Each player can go off for 20, uh, particularly Kobe, you know, whenever, you know, whenever the opportunity arises. Um, and that's huge around a guy like Hunter. It's just fixing the other things. It's compounding mistakes is the issue there. So I, I think there's a glimmer of hope for the tournament. Um but all in all, like they competed as well as they could. They played hard. They played hard and they were focused in. Focus does not equal making less mistakes all the time. 
you know, if you don't know exactly what you're doing, if you're not confident in what you're doing, you know, you just, you grab an 18 year old kid, you're like, focus in. And that's not fair. It's just not fair because that kid doesn't know how to properly read this X switch that needs to come up or how to bump, you know, my man's setting a screen on Hunter and, uh, you know, I got to bump ED and then also talk to the guy on the opposite wing to see that he needs to switch out to my man or be able to bump and recover to my man. Like that takes repetitions and it takes, it takes a lot more than a year. Tell you that you don't get, you start to get better at it. Your sophomore year is let's say you're, you play your freshman, you start to get better at your sophomore year. Then you get good at it your junior year. And then you're, then you should be peaked by senior year. Um, But just saying like focus in is not always fair. Repeatable mistakes, repeating mistakes. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, don't argue with the reps and, and run back on, on defense. Don't give up a layup. Yeah, definitely. You can yell at somebody for that all day. That's a focus thing. Like forget the reps. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, but certain, how do we say it? Like complex defense situation. It's not always just a focus thing. It's, it, it's not, it's, it's learning. And that just takes some time overall. The defensive strategy was interesting. I really thought they were going to go with a lot more zone than they did. Um, and when they did go zone, it was decently effective. I think maybe, you know, at least at the beginning of the game. Their, their strategy, this was an interesting one, and my brother won't text me about it, was Jawan in the huddle, and you could hear him say, like, twos won't hurt us. I think it was 2020 at the time or something around there. Like, ED was was scoring on one-on-one, maybe not, like, at will, but, like, very efficiently on Hunter. And he sat him down the huddle and was like, twos won't hurt us, which is fine. I understand that, but also if you're giving up 20 points in 10 minutes to Purdue, you know, quick math, 80 points for a game. Like if you give up over 70 points to Purdue, might as well kiss it goodbye because their defense is going to be that solid. So it was an interesting strategy. I totally understand it. But with Purdue, it doesn't make total sense because they're not great shooters. Now, Again, you gave up open jumpers, open threes. Like, Warrior hit one in the second half, and Gillis hit one in the second half. Wide open threes. And that not only gives up six points in total on those two possessions, but it breeds confidence for the rest of the game. 
on both sides of the ball. Um, and what a, what a team like Purdue does, they smother you. So you don't, it doesn't really breed confidence. I think our guys took confidence because like Kobe made plays and Hunter made some plays, like they took it, but they're not going to give you those opportunities to breed confidence. I hope that makes some sense. Um, so that strategy there was interesting that twos won't hurt us. I, I get that because, you know, analytics say that, but also Purdue can be streaky and there's certain guys, Purdue has weaknesses like Morton should be catching the ball on every possession and then <laughs> deny everybody else. Like I, I truly believe that as like a defensive strategy. Morton scores. I think I go through his game long. It's like nothing. I don't think he scored over five points in a long time, maybe 10 points in one big 10 game. And then like nothing over five, something like that. There's, I, there's certain strategies there that are, you know, it's tough to employ because Purdue has a lot, a lot of movement, but definitely in that second half, like you can start keying in on guys more in the first half. Everybody has more energy and they execute a lot more. In the second half, you start slowing down. Execution gets worse. You can start keying in on certain defensive strategies that you want to employ. I don't know. It was, uh, I thought they didn't make Braden Smith do enough, do enough. Uh, I thought they should have made him shoot over 10 times at least. You know, I didn't. I've, I haven't seen a, a floater from Braden Smith all year, but you know, he, honestly, now I'm thinking about it. He doesn't have to shoot a floater because when he gets in no man's land, Edie is so tall and he's got the really great touch on that uh, lob pass. That even when he gets into no man's land, there's, there's certain there's a certain area in the paint when you're coming off a ball screen and you get into the paint and you got to make a decision. There's like a certain zone. I don't. It's like probably a three foot zone. It's a half a second. You either got to throw a lob because you have, you see that the spacing is there where the defensive big man is up and okay, I have the space to throw a lob. It's going to be an easy dunk or you, or the big man's back and you have to throw and you have to go for a layup. Well, Hunter's really good at kind of playing in no man's land. And then if the guy goes for a layup, recovering and, and blocking the shot, he's been really good at that all year, actually. Um, so guys will shoot floaters like, all right, I'm in no man's land. I don't know if this defensive, if this big is committed one way or another, or if he's toying with me. So I'm just going to shoot a floater. And it's very effective. But with Edie, Hunter is just always going to lean towards helping back because he's so tall and he's so magnetic at the rim or inside the paint. Edie is that you don't, you can't really toy with the ball handler because Smith is good enough. If you're going to toy with them, well, it doesn't matter I'll get, if I have a, inch of light, I'm going to throw it to Edie for a lot. So he doesn't necessarily need a floater, but I would have wished to see him try to to make to Michigan to make Smith shoot more. I think there at one point Hunter did block Smith at the rim in that exact type of situation. Um, and when they played ball screen, it was odd. I mean, there Edie was killing Hunter in the post, and then they started running this motion and some ball screen stuff. I mean, it they scored in the first half. Purdue did like early on, but uh, I don't know why they didn't feed the well. I thought he should have finished with 30, like put pressure on Hunter in the first half. He already had one foul within, I think, five minutes. Why are you not going at him? But this team, th th this I'll get into the Big Ten and Purdue a little bit. Um, the other part was the offensive strategy that Michigan had. I thought Kobe played 
a really great game. I thought he woke up and realized like, oh yeah, I'm talented and that this team needs me. It was, a, I think the beginning of the game was just so frantic and that Hunter was rolling and things were working on that end that like Kobe didn't have to take over, but then he stepped up in a very Eli Brooks way in the second half where I was like, oh yeah, all right, give it to me. I'll do it now. Like, even though, you know, I'm not like in flow from the rest of the game, but like he is becoming that type of guy where he's just going to step up whenever it's needed of him. You know, you don't need him for five minutes. Fine. The next five minutes, he's going to score eight to 10 points. He's that type of player and that type of talent. And that mentality is really tough. So it's exciting to watch that. It's closing for him. So he missed, I think, three shots. He was like seven for 11, seven for 12. And then he missed three shots. And I think he finished seven for 15. Anyways, at the end, he'll start to get those repetitions and that confidence. He'll start closing games. And I am super excited. I told my brother, I am beyond excited for the backcourt for the next, hopefully, two years with Kobe and Doug. I really think that that backcourt is going to be incredible. I think Kobe's going to be an all Big Ten player um, next year or the year after one of the teams. I mean, he has the opportunity to be a first team all Big Ten player easily. Um, and Doug on an all Big Ten team as well. Like, no doubt about it. I thought Doug played well. Doug played within himself. There was, you know, one possession where I think everyone saw it where he, he kind of had a step on Edie a little bit going uh, from the right wing down to, you know, driving to the right side. And he wanted to throw up like a one hand kind of flow shot. And, and it was like a, it was like the Jaws theme song was going on in the back of your head. You were like, oh, he, Edie's right, like, done up done up like it's gonna be a block and sure enough it was but hey you don't face many seven five guys whatever he is every day like i like that shot against anybody else i think it's i think it's beautiful doug's um floaters were fantastic the one beautiful floater right foot right hand going towards his left i thought that was amazing doug's gonna need that repertoire of skills with his height to get into the paint and then big 10 and I think, again, that floater, like when you don't have a lob threat, you need that floater. You have to develop it. Um, and he already started it early, so it's only going to get better. And then that decision-making is like floater, okay, you know, shot the floater. Okay, now I know, like, they know I'm going to shoot the floater now. This is my shot. Boom. I'm bounce pass, direct pass, or lob to the big man. Now it's easy, easy layoff. Um Hunter's not the lob threat that Edie is. So this the, these floaters are really effective. Kobe's a different type of guy. He he likes to get more straight to the rim. He's a little more – he can play at the rim, a lot more athletic. Um, but even then, I think it would be good for, for Kobe to develop a floater just to slow the game down for him. And especially, you know, you're, you're tired in the middle of the second half and the media timeout hasn't come and it's nine minutes left in the game. Um, that 12-minute media timeout hasn't come. You've been playing seven straight minutes up and down. That floater is very effective. Like, I don't have that strength and bounce to get to the rim anymore. Let me just seal my man off, and let me just shoot a nice little easy floater. Minimal effort. That's what I love about floater. You don't expend as much energy as anything else, any other shot in the game of basketball. Like, not even a layup. You, I can just expend so much less energy on a floater. So, it's very effective in multiple ways there. But um, Offense was good. I thought they should have played through Hunter more. My last point on their offense is that Hunter was destroying Edie on these spin moves. It was jab, one-step sweep. Every time he was going to go left, and then he was going to spin. And Edie 
was a lot slower on that than I thought, actually. Uh, way slower on the perimeter than I thought. And I actually didn't think he was like 7'5". So he's just way taller. And um, it's hard to look around that body. But they, I loved them getting Hunter in the middle of the court because they've been dealing with this all year. This comes back to the game. I don't know again. Was it the Penn State game or Maryland game? Whatever. When Robin Hummel's like, yeah, just post them up in the middle. They like they can't send the double. They've been sending doubles at Hunter all year. I mean, they sent they sent Edie to go double Hunter when first was guarding him, and and Bill Raftery laughed that it was the tallest um, double in the country. And so like they don't care if like. I guess Purdue sends doubles, but like they're going to be sending doubles all the time. So it was great to see Hunter in the center third of the court going to work because that that helps. I that that double is damn near impossible because like okay, who goes? Do you go on the left wing? Do I go on the right wing? Like who's going to go? It's a hard strategy, um, and they put a lot of pressure on Edie. I thought if they could have gotten him in foul trouble, you know. Would have, could have, should have. That would have helped a lot. Now, Kaufman Wren was killing Michigan. He killed Terrace. I thought Terrace didn't play horrible defense, but killed Terrace. Yeah, eight points, four or four field goals, like, in nine minutes. That's that's tough. That kid is aggressive and could be a problem for the Big Ten years to come. Just, I mean, he's super aggressive. He's And he's got some talented footwork to boot uh, as a freshman, like, Purdue just keeps rolling through these big men. Um, so he's going to be one to watch, but they, they could not handle him, his energy and his footwork. So that's something to watch. But overall, again, they're really close. I want to make a point about the Big Ten. I don't believe in Purdue whatsoever. I mean, I, I believe in ED, and I think Lawyer's good and, and Smith is good. Um, and the other guys will execute a game plan as well as they can. They're just not talented. They're not talented, and you don't ha- you don't have to be talented to win basketball games, but I think you have to be talented to win a national championship. Um, and this team, I think, is ripe for a letdown in the Sweet Sixteen or round of thirty two. You know, you're not going to win the sixteen game, but you know they could lose to a nine team that has plays a good zone, and Purdue just misses. Uh, you know, a talent, an offensively talented nine team or eight team. So I, I don't believe in them. I think they have a lot of weaknesses. I think that they've just played such good defense and that Edie has demanded so much attention. Um, they squeaked out a lot of good wins, you know, that can help you in the end, but also like if you're playing games close all the time, all it takes is one to lose in the tournament. So they're not dominating in any form or fashion in a way that impresses me um the way they pull out games impresses me the way you know guys step up like lawyer steps up offensively impresses me the way Braden smith will command an offense is impressive but overall like them winning these games and how they're winning them in terms of like how they're performing it's not super impressive i think college basketball is a little down that this is our number one team. I mean, now they, they have only lost one game. So they, you know, rightfully so anyways, they're in that discussion no matter what and the way they've dominated other teams. But I don't know, just why the eye test is just not quite there, which always doesn't always matter. But I don't know. The 
them dominating. I'm like, college basketball is down. The Big Ten is dog doo-doo. It's horrible. I went to the Michigan State game at IU, and it was some of the worst basketball I've ever seen. Like, Trace Jackson Davis is good, but it's literally him every possession in the post. He does – he, like, has his back to his basket, and he does, like, reverse sweep. So, like, you know, Hunter will be facing the basket, and he takes the ball from the right to left and sweeps over. Um. Trace does that, but like with his back to the basket and kind of spin sweep, and he travels every time he does it, um, which is ironic watching a game at Assembly Hall when, you know, all the white Hoosier fans out there just screaming about travel every other possession. And you have, and they love Trace, and you know, Trace is literally traveling out every time he catches the ball in the post doing that. Um, but the offense was one of the most boring, basic offenses I've ever seen. I mean, IU, the, the talent top to bottom is not super great. And when they do have talent, it's not surrounded by great role players or secondary or tertiary talented um, players. It's kind of weird to see, like it's gotta be the least talented number one team I've seen in a long time that stayed at top. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Top to bottom. We have Morton in there who can't even, like, doesn't, like, scores four points when does that happen he scored he averages 26 minutes a game when does that happen like like not even an offensive threat we're like okay the other guys are going they're rolling so like morton will have like you know we don't need him this game he had two points the next game he had 12 because you know he took advantage of his spots no that never happens this game that's it's very odd and top to bottom i think in the big 10 like michigan state looked horrible at iu they have not looked good um Everyone just keeps like underperforming and just looking ugly. The records be damned. It just looks bad. The basketball does not look pretty. So ironically, that's going to mean that they're going to go into the tournament and have the best uh, tournament experience that big 10 teams have had in years. I don't know how many teams are going to get in. It can't be very much. I mean, we'll see how IU starts to pick it up. What happens with Ohio state and Rutgers um, getting into the top 25 and falling out, they're going to make the tournament or lose out in the bubble. Northwestern. I mean, there's always a lot of respect for the Big Ten from pundits and kind of the people that see. Uh, it all varies on what the team is, but they get teams in. I don't know. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, "Yeah, screw the Big Ten this year. They're, oh, we're not putting as many teams in." Or that team in the bubble and the Big Ten, like, we're not even thinking about it because it's been – I think it's been that bad. I, I, and you don't want another repeat performance of past years. Like, the Big Ten needs some teams. So, like, in that sense, like, yeah, Purdue, please, let's get to a Final Four. Like, let, let's get there and prove that the Big Ten is good. But I don't know. It's a weird year overall. Michigan is improving, but, again, compounding mistakes. Um, but they're fun, man. I, I really enjoy this team. I enjoy the players. And I'm still excited to watch the games, you know, even if they're like they lose the next five games and they're fully out of making and getting an at large bid of the tournament. I'm still going to be excited to watch these games because this team is fun. 
Um, and I'm excited about the individual players and their progress and how it all will play out um, and how they come together. I really think they have enough time to kind of piece some things together and put it together and put together some good wins and correct the correctable mistakes. So we'll see. We'll be back um, next week sometime after the Penn State game. Uh, hope I have a guest on working on that. But appreciate you guys listening. Stay tuned with me, Michigan Basketball. If you have any questions on anything, you know, shoot it to me on Twitter, SWD underscore 317, or Field of 68 on Twitter as well. Um, Yeah, appreciate you guys listening, and we'll be back next week. Thank you. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.